Hey everybody, it's Tegan and welcome back to the You're Already Everything podcast. I know it's really been a second and I will get to explaining all of those things shortly, but I hope wherever you are, whatever time you're listening to this, you're having a wonderful day. I'm also really hoping this audio comes out pretty nicely. I have upgraded, guys, upgraded to an actual audio recording room if you can believe that. It's called using your resources. And let me tell you, as I'll get to later, I am actually really enjoying my time in the library. Little would you know, they actually have audio recording rooms. And if you only saw the room that I'm in right now, I am currently using my old forms of recording for this. So I hope it sounds okay. But I'm getting some technology consultation here shortly, hopefully in a couple days, um, to help me figure out how to use all this technology. Because one thing about me is I don't understand technology. I'm literally looking around at like three different keyboards, a piano, a speaker, two microphones, a huge computer, a lot of buttons, a lot of plugins that I don't even know like how that works like cassette thing like you name it they've got it in this room and here I am just sitting using my computer my voice memo audio recording thing and my microphone that I've got that I yeah so hopefully in due time this will become a more quality podcast because I'll be using a lot of New things I've never used before when I get the consultation. So, that is exciting. Well then, I'm working with what I've got and what I... My limited knowledge of how I know how to do this. I had to let that whole intro guitar piece play. Shout out my cousin Jackson for creating that. My intro and exit music. I will probably be reaching out to him to make like a five minute version of that because I forget how beautiful that is and I could probably fall asleep to that. So might be hearing an updated version of that on these coming podcasts. I'll have to reach out to him. Now, I've been doing a lot of thinking. Where do I even begin at bringing this podcast back? It's been like nearly six months maybe since my last episode and I have one in the archives a little throwback that will be hopefully released shortly, but I honestly want to get this one out first to just get the ball rolling. And so this podcast episode is solely just going to be me catching up, catching you up, I guess, on my life, my first semester, my first semester and beginning of second semester life in college, what I've been up to, what I hope to continue this podcast for, all the updates I just feel are necessary for, or not necessary, I don't even want to say necessary, just that I feel like sharing um, for you, and yeah, (sighs) gotta take a breath. I'm like already so thrilled just to be here recording this. It is like a huge step for me, um, I have honestly really been having a rough time. I'm throwing it out there. College has been a great experience and so many positives, but as I will probably get to a bit later, I've really struggled the past two months, maybe. January was very rough. Well, December was really rough, leading into a really rough January, leading into a very difficult beginning of February. So... This already feels good because part of me bringing this podcast back is me trying to help myself get out of a bit of a funk. I don't even want to call it a funk because genuinely it's, I would describe it more as a depressive period and I'm throwing it out there and <laughs> if you're listening to this, I don't want you to be worried for me because I'm very in tune with myself and I am very aware I have a lot of support around me and I am um, doing fine, but I definitely had hit a time, a couple week period of just really not being happy. And that sucks to say, but here I am going back to try and do things that bring me joy. And this is one of these things. 
Um, I am not sorry or going to apologize for not releasing anything because I honestly needed that first semester of transition time into college and college athletics and all of the responsibilities that I now have, um, especially living across the country and just transitioning in a hundred different ways. So I am giving myself grace for not keeping this up. And a few people have asked me, like, you know, you haven't done a podcast in a while, all this. I'm like, trust me, I know it's been on my mind, but it's been a lot for me to take in. But here I am in debatably a better and worse place at the same time, (laughs) Um, trying to actively take steps to improve my well-being and get back to things that I enjoy doing. And although it may suck that it took this much time to do that, you have to start somewhere and taking the first step, (laughs) I've done that and here we are. So thank you for coming back, I guess. Thank you. Today, I want to catch you up on just a couple details of my life, Um, some important things I want to share about the fears, almost, of bringing this podcast back and what that's looked like for me, and we'll just see where that conversation takes me a little bit, and you'll see why. I think I'm going to start with how I've come back to bring this podcast back and how much harder it was for me to do this than I initially thought. Um, Like I said, first semester, I didn't really have that much time to sit around and think about it, but I think it was hard to want to make time for that because I have been in such a perfectionistic mindset about this podcast, which has taken a lot of reflection on my end to come to that kind of conclusion. But let's be real here for a second. None of none of this is perfect. None of this podcast is perfect and will ever be perfect. And I think, although I was having a wonderful time doing my podcast, I was also living in a bit of fear of, well, what if I say the wrong thing? Or, oh my gosh, there's about a hundred different ways I could say this, and now that I've already recorded and posted the podcast, I thought about a different way to say it, and that's better technically, but do I go back and I delete this, or do I make another one, or, like, what if I, everything I say, like, it doesn't really, like, hit people the way I want it to, or it doesn't, I think it's helpful, but it's not really that helpful, and it's really just a waste of people's time, and I don't want to be a waste of people's time, and just all of these spiraling thoughts about podcasting and this podcast which completely goes against the entire nature of this podcast which when I first began it was wow I really want to help others out and I have this cool idea because I think I have a lot to share and passion towards people and bringing people on to share their journeys and things that I think people could benefit from hearing and it turned a little bit into is it going to be good enough Are people going to like this? Are people going to want to continue to listen? Is this like a, this could be very much something that I continue for like the rest of my life, like conceivably, like, is it going to be good enough for that? And then I have to like come back and remember, girl, please, you have so much going on in your life. This is the, this is the least of what I should be concerned about in terms of people judging me, I guess. Like, Okay, you're here listening. Thank you for that. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to do that. People don't have to... No one's sitting there going, you need to listen to this podcast and you need to tell me 10 things you learned and if you didn't take something away, then this was a waste of your time. Like, I'm never going to know those things unless haters come for me, but I have not yet to have that happen. So, I guess it's a thank you and a rec... Like, it's taken me some time and reflection to recognize, like... If you're here listening to this, that means you have some somewhat of an interest in what I'm saying, and if that change at any moment, you could be like, mm, I don't want to listen to this. Okay, we're done. And that's fine, because what I found out at the end of the day, as much as I am doing it for other people, this should ultimately be for myself, and it is helpful for me to just sit and talk and get things off my chest and reflect on things, because as much as I'm trying to help other people, talking through my experiences, being able to reflect on my life, not only helps me come to a better peace with things. It also is, it's like a form of therapy and I feel like it actually improves my quality of life in terms of, I get to like enjoy my life again by talk, like 
I get to relive experiences, be grateful again for experiences, see things in a new light, change my perspective on things just by taking the time to do this. And I think that in its own way is like enough for me. And it should be enough for me because like I said, I do this for everyone listening, but at the same time, this is so much for me and it doesn't really matter. It shouldn't really matter what the rest of the world thinks because, you know, the rest of the world is, world is always going to have an opinion. So, I've really had to sit with this longer than you probably would think I have. Just coming to these realizations about my own fears and my own, like, fear of judgment and all of that. To be able to get myself to sit in this chair and pull out the microphone that has not been touched since literally August, probably when I moved in, and get this ball rolling again. And I do think my first semester has kind of helped me come across some of these realizations and helped me come to the conclusion that things are not perfect. Things are never going to be perfect. Wow, I can post a podcast and it's not going to be perfect. And I might have better things to say or like come across things later, but guess what that doesn't mean? That doesn't mean it's just done forever. I could easily always, if I want to, go back, re-record things, re-publish things, re-say things, reword things. All of those things are an option because welcome to the wonderful world of technology and nothing is really ever final in a way. So I'm trying to come back to this podcast in a safer way, which is a lot less negative thoughts about fear of other people judging or things not being perfect or perfectly the way that I want to be and just also the idea I would take so much time trying to like edit things or like wow that pause was way too long I need to edit that out no we're done with that we are being real and what I say is just gonna roll and obviously I like will go back and re-say things like it just happens but I took way too much time and energy, I think, trying to make the best versions of things. And that's, while that's great, this also is not, like, <laughs> lack of a better word, <laughs> award-winning podcast that's, like, needs, people are expecting so much out of. So, like, that's kind of where I'm <laughs> I'm doing this for fun. I'm, as you know, as most people know, really dislike social media. It is a lot on my brain. And I think that kind of has fed into this of like, it needs to be perfect. It needs to be perfect all the time. And no, like, let's be real, guys. Society is, I feel like, not real anymore. Let's, let's go back to being real. So me being, going back to being real is going to look like podcasts being made that maybe there's like things that I mess up. Maybe it's not worded a great way. Maybe things go on a bit of a tangent Maybe you don't get anything out of a podcast. There's no life lesson in the podcast or something. I don't know. It's just, it's going to look different in the terms of I'm trying to be a lot more real and give myself grace and peace for doing the best I can and releasing what I want to release, talking about what I want to talk about. And that is that. And that's just, we're leaving it there. So welcome back. Thank you for taking the time to listen and wanting to be here. I recognize that you're here because you want to be here. And I love that for you. And I love that for me too. Because that makes me happy. Because this brings me joy. And that is that. That is me on my healing perfectionism journey to begin and bring this podcast back. So, welcome back everybody. (laughs) Now that we got that said and out of the way, let's just talk, right? I'll just tell you about my life because that's been highly requested is that I give the college update and um, all the updates. Because another thing about me, if you're close to me, you know that I have a huge problem with getting back to people and I'll have so many people wondering how I'm doing and I am the worst at texting people back and letting people know that I'm, like, not dead. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you about my life. This is is a side note, but if you are listening to this podcast for the very first time and want to learn more about me, 
you should probably check out my very first ever episode. You'll probably learn more about me there. However, this podcast episode is kind of like a welcome to your Already Everything podcast part two, in a sense, because I'm in college now. I am living a much different lifestyle than I was a year, over a year ago when I started this podcast. But you'll still learn a lot of basic things that I probably won't mention here if you go back and listen to that. I don't even know if I want to listen to that because that would probably like cringe me out, but you can do it. So (laughs) yeah. Oh, some common things you might be wondering. Wow, Tegan, what are you doing with all your time in college? What are you studying? What do you spend your time that's not swimming, weightlifting, sleeping, schoolwork doing? Who are your friends? What's the team like? How's North Carolina and living across the nation? All these questions I'm about to answer, so stay tuned. Finally, I am a second semester freshman at North Carolina State University in Raleigh, North Carolina. Although I am a Colorado native girl and I hope to return there to live there one day because I love it there. I do really a lot. And although Raleigh in North Carolina is a wonderful place, I really love it here. There's so many trees. It's like a forest everywhere. (laughs) Um, it's gorgeous here. I do love Colorado. I really do for like 800 reasons. And that's a whole other side topic. Um, but yeah, I really love it here. And right now, (sighs) touchy subject, but I am currently majoring in biology, and I'm sure another episode will feature my current, um, what's the word? I don't say fork in the road, because that's not really the word for it, but current feeling of lost in what I want to study in my time here, and although Initially, I want to study neuroscience and do, like, neuroscience research, more on the the psychology side, not the medical field, guys. I'm not going to med school. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Um, Although I want to do that, and I've wanted to do that for many years now because the brain really interests me, and I could see myself doing psychological neuroscience research and then writing a book one day deep down that's what I feel like could be a calling of mine um I also have like 800 other interests which is typical I've been told to not know what you want to do and that I have time to figure it out but that is currently a debate I've got going on my on my mind a lot is like what do I want to do with my life and you don't have to know that today I've been told but I feel like I want to know it today (laughs) And that's that's current problem I'm dealing with. But right now, we're sticking with the biology track. Do I see myself studying some possible political science as a minor? Because the government interests me. We're just going to leave it at that. I'm not even, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> um, yes. Do I also see myself because I like writing? Well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not doing anything writing-related in college, as in, like, majors-wise. But career-wise, do I want to write a book one day? Yes. Yes, I do. So that's, like, a common topic of interest. I don't know. Do I see myself somehow involved in business economy? Possibly. I've got a lot of different things, if you can't tell on my mind about what I want to do. And good news, I don't have to know that answer today. But that's, that's just a little bit of a look into what are you studying right now? Or what do you want to be studying? Or what are you planning on studying? And that's not a clear answer by any means. So, touchy subject, but biology is the major right now. So we'll see how far that takes me. Um, also to say about college life and school, I came from, like, a very rigorous high school. If you go to Creek, my Creek friends listening to this, boy, oh boy, are you probably in for a treat when you get to college. And obviously, as classes get more difficult and more specified, like, my schoolwork load 
will increase. But first semester, I'm like, guys, are we even going to do any work this year? Or I'm kidding. And it obviously varies by school. But wow, once you get through Creek and you take some of those honors classes and you take some of those APs and they prepare you to say the, like, to say the very least. So all my Creek kids shout out you will be prepared for college I just I just promise you like I genuinely promise you um not to say that there's not going to be hard classes and times where you have to spend time doing work but you are literally so like I'm sitting next to people in class that have never studied before I've had almost every college professor so far say like I know a lot of you never studied had to study for a test in high school I'm like what I had to Please, don't even get me started on the studying that I did in high school. <laughs> um, so, that's a side note. So, first semester, I honestly flew by. Um, I mean, I was taking pretty basic classes, but regardless, I know how to study. I know how to prepare myself. I know, like, I have a work ethic, and I feel like some people come into college not having those things, and it is a lot di- more difficult for them. So, hard work does pay off, guys. I promise. I'm reaping the benefits of the work that I did in high school for sure. So, if you're struggling right now, know that it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. And just just for reference, I'm I'm laughing because it's almost a joke. I and this is in no offense to anyone that has taken chemistry or chemistry is very difficult for them. But let me tell you, sophomore year of high school, I took honors chemistry, not even AP. But it is, like, rumored, or at least it was. I don't know what... I know the chemistry teachers have changed since my time. But at that time, it was always rumored, like, if you're going to take chemistry, take AP chemistry, because AP chemistry is literally easier than taking the honors chemistry at Creek, just, like, the teachers, the curriculum, etc. (laughs) So, and, of course, my sophomore year was also... COVID year, like, the cohort situation where, like, some people go in, then you'd have it online, like, etc. So, that was really difficult, but I really, I struggled that year, and that, I also want to say, was not just course content, but just genuinely the whole COVID thing, like, zero motivation to do work. I would show up for tests having, like, barely studied because there was just so much going on, um, but I just remember being scarred, really, from that class because I didn't know what was going on half the time. And part of that was my own fault. Part of that was just genuinely how things were structured at the time. And now I'm taking this chemistry preparatory class. I should have just taken the regular class, but I was scarred, guys. When I tell you I was scarred from the sophomore chemistry class, that's why I decided, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to take the first level chemistry class because, you know, sophomore year was really hard for me. Like, I I don't know if I'm ready. So I'm taking this preparatory class, which is basically like a lead up to the first level of class to say we're almost going backwards. We're almost going backwards, guys. The work that we we've done in the past, what we've had like eight classes now, eight hour and 15 minute classes, maybe we covered within three days of that honors chemistry class the first week of school and I'm and I wish I was exaggerating maybe and keep in mind my classes were 48 minutes in high school maybe a Monday Tuesday Wednesday first week of school sophomore year we covered the same thing that we covered in nearly a month and a half or I guess a month of college classes (laughs) Like, when I, I, when I tell you I sit there, I'm like, there's just no way. Like, I should have just taken the regular preparatory chem. And this is not to say, like, if you've never taken chemistry, great class for you. It's, it's like, all those things, I'm sure I'm going to have harder days, like, coming. Because chemistry, I think, is still difficult for me. But we just haven't even gotten to, like, literal, actual chemistry. Because we're still learning about significant figures. <laughs> but this, that was really all just a tangent to say. You guys in high school are doing a lot of work because, and it will pay off in college. It's also wild to see just the complete flip in what my day looks like. High school, whew, Tuesdays, guys, Tuesday, Thursday, 5 a.m. practice, straight to school, 
would do work in the morning before school, have an eight-period class day, go straight, either, I would basically, typically go to the gym right after school, and then straight to practice, and then return home and do work or whatever. I have, like, one class a day right now, and tell me why that's, like, it's like a battle to get to that class, like, (laughs) I mean, you'd think, like, it's the worst thing in the world, just based on the energy levels of people getting to class in college, like, it's kind of wild to see just the complete 180, because I'm used to taking, like, six classes in a day, not going home for over 12 hours in a day, and while I have had a few days that have been, like, really long like that, like, I act like one class is the end of the world sometimes, and it's not. It's really never that deep, um, but it's just wild when you get to college, just, like, the different dynamics that there are, and it's, that's not new to me, because I feel like all seniors that have come back or people that I've heard of, they're like, yeah, and then you have, like, one or two classes a day, and I can, I barely go to my second class, because I'm always too tired after going to the first one, and I don't know what it is about college, but I'd always be like, wow, that's so crazy, because the things that I do in a day, I mean, come on, going to two classes in a day? No, once you get to college, you will realize if you're not already in college listening to this. I don't know what it is, and maybe it's also just the load of being a student athlete and, like, this whole adulting situation that you're, like, forced into, obviously, going to college. Maybe that, I don't know, I don't know what it is, guys, but it it is wild how, like, one class that that hour and 15 minutes really feels like an eternity and that's literally your day that's all your day is like that's wild to me anyways I'm a girl that goes to class a lot of people also to my surprise a little bit just don't go to class which is great if that's what you want to do with your life but I'm like you're literally paying so much money you can at least go to class like like yes it is difficult sometimes or things come up but It's just wild how people will just not go to class in a whole week. And, like, do you... You're literally in college. What are you... That's a whole other thing. We're just going to stop there. Anyways, I'm uh, hanging in there with school-wise, as I just explained my old chemistry situation. And even... Guys, you'll love this, too, if you go to Creek. Um, I'm in this biology class, pretty intro level. Because I didn't take, like, AP biology to test out of it. So I'm taking, like, pretty you know, the first level classes of biology, and we don't even go into much detail as we did in my honors biology class. Shout out Mr. Dawkins, he really prepared me for this. I'm about to have my mom send me papers that I kept from my junior year, just because it's way more detailed and way more information than I genuinely get in the class, and it's just wild. Like, I've literally, guys, I've pulled up our the Creek Honors Biology website, and I will, I actively go through the slides and the videos that he has on that, that we use that entire year, because it was so helpful, and it's so much, I don't say better information, but it keeps me on track, and it's just wild to me. I mean, I can't believe I'm going back to my high school resources to be helping me out in college courses, but that is, if that doesn't speak about Creek, then I don't know what will. Moving on from the school point, Tegan, what does your schedule in a week look like? Let me just tell you. Monday morning, start off strong, a nice aerobic free practice. I'm like debating telling you about all my practices, but why not? Because I know that a lot of these people will probably enjoy hearing about it. Um, so that's like pretty basic. And then I'll typically have a class or two. And then my group, I'm in, like, quote, red group, so we do, like, mid-distance. I'm, like, mid, it's mid-distance group. Um, so, red group has, honestly, in my opinion, the worst lifting schedule because we lift in the afternoons instead of, like, in the morning, which just kind of puts a dent in your day because lifting is at 1.45, and then it's, like, basically, you're booked from 1 to 5 p.m., and that just that just is a dent in your day, obviously. Um, obviously, I very much enjoy lifting, and I love my, I love my lifting coach. Um, he's, like, the greatest guy I've ever met in the world, genuinely. 
John, I don't know if he, if he listens to this or not, but if he does, John, love you. <laughs> um, he's actually the greatest guy. If I had to make a list of, like, top five, I'm gonna say top five, maybe even top three of just genuinely the greatest guys I know, John would be on there. So, I enjoy very much lifting. It's just the timing is not always ideal. Um, anyway, Monday, lift at 145, and then you go and you swim. And Monday nights, they're difficult, but I really love them, and it's, like, 200-stroke night, so I do, like, 200 breaststroke, obviously. Um, and they're difficult, but I really love... It's it's really a bonding experience for me, you know? As I've shared, those hardest practices with the people around you, those are really bonding, and that's, like, one thing I really enjoy about swimming is, at the end of the day, just getting better by doing hard things with people that you like, so... I really do enjoy Monday afternoon, as difficult as they may be sometimes. Um, then we always eat at Case, which is like the dining hall. And at dinner time, it's just the athletes, so that's nice. And, you know, dining hall food, it's definitely not my favorite. But at the same time, it's very convenient because it would take so much time to, like, figure out meals all the time for yourself, especially just everything that we have going on. So I personally typically eat breakfast at this dining hall, which honestly, I love case breakfast. It, I'm, I'm a person that can eat the same thing every day. Like I eat, guys, my four years of high school, I probably had eggs and bacon every single day. Like it's, I don't get sick of that. I don't, I'm a routinal person. If you know me, you know, I'm a girl of routine. And so it doesn't bother me to have like the same things for people that do like can't, I can see where the dining hall is very difficult, but I'm just a person of routine, so it doesn't really bother me that much. Anyway, so all, I really love dinner time because the whole team goes, you see other athletes, and, like, the whole swim team sits together, and it's very fun, all the guys and the girls, and, like, you don't, it doesn't matter who you sit next to, you just sit next, like, you just sit next to someone new every night, and you get a whole new conversation, and it's a great time. And then, typically, I'll go home. Or I'll stay in our, like, academic center um, and do work or whatever. Tuesday morning, I actually have off of swim practice because gotta gear up for Tuesday nights, guys. Let me tell you a thing or two about Tuesday nights. Uh, 400 IM night with, with Dino. I love Dino. You know, Dino's actually probably in the top five of my favorite males as well. He really is the greatest guy. He's, like, the distance coach, um, you know, in 4am. So, there's three of us from Red Group that go up and practice with the distance group. I'm probably gonna have to do an entire podcast episode on how I've learned to handle Tuesday nights because, wow, what a transition. Not like I've never done 400 IM work before, but this is, like, a whole new level of just ethically hard and... I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. I really struggled my first semester and probably about until about a month ago when I started to decide like things are, you're going to live through this practice and life's going to move on and you might just completely eat it. But guess what? The sun's still going to rise tomorrow and you're going to be fine. Um, but I really, Dino, you know, I love practicing with the distance, um, group they are all, they have such great personalities, and, like, even the three seconds on the wall that we most likely have during that entire practice, it's funny, Dino's making a joke, Lilo's talking back, like, there's just so much going on, and as much as it's <laughs> literally, I don't, I don't want to say deadly, but nearly deadly, I'm not, I wish I was kidding, um, <laughs> it's just so much fun. And I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe I just said Tuesday nights are fun. Because first semester me, oh, God, I would never have dared to have the F word come out of my mouth describing a Tuesday night. Fun? No way. That's really how much I've grown, guys. I guess. Not to say I still get really stressed about Tuesday nights. But I'm growing. I'm learning. Guys, I'm adapting out here. Um... (laughs) I would literally almost cry going walking to practice. I would be so nervous. <laughs> ah, you really do come far. I'm not... Wow. What a great time. Anyway. 
so yeah so I would have Tuesday morning off so that I could survive Tuesday night <laughs> I'm really laughing over here by myself just thinking about this first semester anyway Wednesday morning um earliest morning on Wednesday morning we actually do lift in the morning we'll have practice at like 5 30 a.m and it's 100 speed and, you know, it's so rough because I'll be coming off of Tuesday night where I, my body, like, actually, like, I can barely get myself up on Wednesday morning. Guess what? Then you turn around and you do 100 speed, like, fast, sprinty stuff. And it's just wild to me just how dead I am sometimes. And I'm like, I'm doing 50s on the same interval I was doing, like, 150s yesterday. And I'm also dying. It's, it really has been a quite a turnaround adjustment for me this year, but I do enjoy a little change of pace on a Wednesday morning. So, of course, I'm always doing breaststroke that day, too. So, then after 100 speed, we go to the gym, I mean, the gym, the weight room, and we lift in the morning. And then the nice thing about our schedule here is that we get Wednesday night off and Thursday morning off. So, it's like you get basically from 8 to 8, 9 a.m. on Wednesday till 3 p.m. on Thursday, like, off, which is such a great break in the middle of the week. Um, it always sucks because Wednesdays then become your busiest day, like, guys, listen to my Wednesday. <laughs> I already like this so much more. I just feel like I'm talking with myself, and this is way less pressure. Uh, that's just a side note. Anyway, listen to my Wednesday. Wednesday morning, you know, practice lift. Then I go down. I normally eat breakfast. Then I have biology class. And then, after biology class, I have about an hour to kill until I have biology lab, which is nearly three hours. Then you're like, wow, that sounds like a long day. Yeah, it's not done. Then I walk back over to our academic center and have an hour of biology tutoring. Guys, that's a lot of biology in one day. That's an hour and a half class, a three-hour lab, and then another hour tutoring session of biology, which I don't even need, but I just have it in case. That's a lot of biology to do in a day. So to say Wednesdays are really taken out of you would be an understatement. Um, but it's at least nice having, like, the afternoon off, and, you you know, normally we'll go out and get, like, ice cream or boba, like, go get a sweet treat on those nights, hang out more with the team, like, I've gone over and hung out, we've done some Just Dance on Wednesday nights, it's, it's, like, a little bit of a breath of fresh air, um, and then you can, like, sleep in on Thursday morning as well, I mean, I get to sleep in on Tuesday morning, but it's, like, different, feel better sleeping in on Thursday morning, and then Thursday afternoon, I do 200 IM, um, practice, which, let me tell you, major, major change in pace compared to 400 IM. 2 IM practice is with my, like, typical coaches, not Dino. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know. that I, I really can't explain it more than that. But really, I get on Tuesday nights, and it's like, I'm swimming for two hours straight, and I wish that I'm not even joking. I'm, like, I wish I was joking, but I'm not. Thursdays, you're like, wow, we get time at the wall. I get to, like, talk to someone. I get to, like, look around. I get to, like not feel like I'm completely, I mean, they're still difficult in their own way, but it's not Tuesday night. <laughs> oh my, okay, and then, um, Friday, actually right now, I don't have any classes on Friday, so that's really nice. Typically, Friday morning is, like, breaststroke power, so we do, like, the power towers or the racks or whatever, um, and then on Friday night, Friday night can be really anything. It's sometimes aerobic, sometimes fast stuff, sometimes some more diving work, stroke work. So I've done butterfly on Friday night. I don't know. It's It really is up in the air. And then Saturday morning, we typically have dry land. Oh, guys, I forgot to mention, Tuesday night, you'll love this too. <laughs> Tuesday night, just when you think you're done after a two-hour or four a.m. practice, typically everybody else, like the rest of the team, they do dry land at 3 p.m. while 4 a.m. group gets in and swims at 3 p.m. And they do whatever dry land they do. I don't, you know, I've only done it maybe once or twice. Um, but we get to do Dino boot camp, as we call it, which is Dino's version of dry land after 4 a.m. 
so you, I can, there's been days I can barely pull myself out of that pool. Like genuinely, like genuinely my arms are, have never been so dead in their entire lives. And then you're doing like med ball work and you're doing minutes of like lifting a med ball above your head. Like, and it's like, it's like a five pound med ball guys. And I can barely, you wouldn't, you would not believe just watching us after 4am practice. Like if you're anyone else witnessing this, you're like, wow, they are not strong. They are, they look like they're about to fall over. That's because we are. But it's, it's humbling to do that, quote, Dino boot camp after 4am practice. Anyway, that was just a side note to say we do like some, we do our own 4am dry land together, which that's really bonding right there. That's, that's true bonding right there. Saturday, we do like dry land with our strength, um, John, our strength trainer guy. (laughs) And then we have practice and typically I'm doing breaststroke again, guys. Can you believe that? And those are... Saturday mornings are hard just because it's the end of the week. And you're really honestly exhausted by that point a lot of the time. Wow. I just explained my entire week. But... And then, you know, the weekends are pretty nice. I enjoy a nice little reset. I... I personally like going to bed early. And taking time to myself because I just feel like I'm go, go, go all the time that I honestly do love just laying in bed and calling people and watching shows and a movie. So I'd say that's what I do in my, my minor free time on the weekends. So that, what have I shared? Controversy about my major, my weekly schedule. What else? I guess, speaking on the team, I love all the girls, and we have a lot of fun together, and everyone is really welcoming and kind. The seniors have been just, like, absolutely wonderful. I'm just surrounded by a really great group of incredible swimmers, but above that, just incredible people, and that's really special. And the men's team, I also really enjoy um, them as well. Obviously, I have people that I am closer with, um and practice with more, but truly they're pretty inspirational and amazing people as well. So I'm just very lucky to be here and get to witness all of just the wonders that is this team. So that's really special. Also, (laughs) I have bronchitis right now too. So if I sound like not well, it's because I'm not. (laughs) I actually had to text my coaches this morning because it took me... wish I was kidding, four hours to fall asleep last night because I could not stop coughing. I'd be like, just about to fall asleep, coughing fit. Just about to fall asleep, coughing fit. And I literally, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to have to text them and say, I have gotten zero sleep. I can't function like this. I genuinely can't. So luckily I got the morning off. I slept for another three or four hours, which I I really needed because I finally got to actually sleep. Like, so if you hear me and you're like, wow, she doesn't sound good. Because I haven't been, guys. I haven't been. But that is okay because we all hit those lows. Can't have the highs without the lows. Cliche, but honestly, it's so true. Really, I'm really, like, just trying to debate what I want to share here as a intro. This is seeming like a, I mean, this is pretty positive. There's just been, like, a lot of not positive things that have happened. And I don't want this to be a, welcome back. Let me tell you, let me just trauma dump on you everything that's happened. Like, I don't want it to be that, but I also do want to, like, just share what's going on. Well, I had a pretty nice first, like, first semester of swimming. And, you know, it's really a lot adjusting to different training and everything combined, you know, moving across the country, which has been really great for me, I think, just to detach from... Although I love Colorado and I want to be there and I love home, you know, it's been good for me to get away from that, find myself in a new area. I mean, I was already, am, I already am very independent, but it's like a new level of independence and finding myself outside of anything I've ever known. I think, like, I'm thinking about what people want to hear about the college experience. And I think because I'm already such an independent person and I also lived under a divorced household my entire high school career, the transition was a bit different. And by that, I mean, if you're someone that, well, if you're a kid listening, I guess, if you have parent or had parents that 
were like a lot stricter on you, then I can easily see that in college and how people like suddenly get a little bit of freedom and it's a little bit wild. But for me, I feel like I already had a lot of freedom in high school and was doing my own thing and going between houses and and I would say just my whole family situation. Because of that, like I don't feel that I don't feel the need to just go crazy in college, you know, as some people do. So thanks Tiffany and Greg, who I know will both be listening to this because I feel like I don't want to get into talking about parenting by any means, but some, some, you can tell who's been, like, pretty sheltered and who, like, hasn't been because, you know, there's just different decisions being made, but I'm, like, pretty, like I said, I'm just doing my own thing and I feel like I've been pretty successful because I already had a certain level of independence and knowledge about myself and, being secure and making my own decisions and all those things. So it's been a pretty, pretty good time out here. (laughs) I don't really know what else to say about that. I'm just trying to think like my girl Ava, she's like, tell me about the college experience. I'm like, oh, well, it's something, but I don't really know if I have all that much to say other than I'm a pretty busy person. And so when I get time to myself, I take that time to myself. And that's really all I have to say. As for just specific events that have been going on, unfortunately, I think one major contributor to my lower emotions recently um, is I lost two grandmas, unfortunately, in December in like the span of three weeks. So sadly, both of my parents' moms have passed away. Wow, this is depressing to just bring on, but but we're going to just talk about it minorly here. Um, yeah, so my mom's mom, my Mimi, she had Alzheimer's for, I don't even know, nearly 10 years, I think, something like that. And she was really just hanging on year by year, like, it was always a running joke, like, oh, bye, we'll see you next time, because you'll, like, still be alive. And her quality of life, in my opinion, was not, um, positive, because she has not known any, names or really talked or anything for like many years now um so I don't want to say that had been a bit of a time coming but obviously still very difficult but she she's definitely in a better place similar to my dad's mom that one was a little bit more that came up a bit faster although she was also very sick and had been for a couple years it was not the same level Two very different Alzheimer's and then potentially ALS, as my dad theorizes. Um, Which was also a very difficult decline to watch, but just very different timelines. Um, Wow, depressing to talk about, but both of them are in much better places now, and both of them, in my opinion, were not having what I consider to be a quality life. Um... And that is really sad because you want people to live forever, but at the same time, it is, like, healthy for them to go, too. And I hate to just put that in there, too, but it was very much something that affected me. Because that happened in December, and then I spent, you know, two weeks traveling in January, going to respective funerals and, or services, And so that was emotionally a toll. Um, Yeah. I felt like I had to talk about that just to honor them. Because I love them both very much. And I think they both be proud of all of the hard work that I'm doing now. So, positive moment there. (laughs) Yeah, so that probably actually started my emotional low that I experienced for a couple weeks, but yeah, so that was one big thing that happened. What else? I, my perfectionistic thoughts are thinking, there's no way someone's going to listen to an hour of me talking about my life right now, but if you're here, that means you must be somewhat interested, so we're just going to keep rolling, and yeah. I'm not quite sure I have really 
much else to say because I feel like I've been quite in the grind mode. Swimming, school, staying on top of everything. You know, I hit that 4.0 GPA first semester, so that was like really a positive thing. <laughs> um, and, you know, staying on top of swimming and just pretty proud of myself for actually handling everything that I have, although it's been very difficult, but life really hits you with all of the things sometimes, and that is just the way it goes, because did I, I think I already talked about having bronchitis, but I, I had an, after I, like, traveled to Arizona for the second service, I came back, and I was already, like, kind of sick, like, cold, and I was flying back, and my ear, like, I actually my ear was probably about to fall off in pain. I was like, I have an ear infection. I just know it. I probably have two ear infections for all I know. Sure enough, I had one ear infection and the doctor was like, what are your symptoms? I'm telling him all this. And he's like, do you feel anything in your chest? And I was like, no, no, I'm not, nothing in my chest. But in the back of my mind, I was like, it's definitely going to move to my chest. Sure enough, two weeks later, back in that health center, with major cough, congestion, staying up at night coughing, sure enough, bronchitis. So, you know, universe really keeps hitting me with a couple curveballs here, but as we know, we take that and, you know, it, it, it is it is what it is and it's how you deal with it. And I have not been dealing well for some time now, but we're, we're working on that and this podcast is proof of that, which is really the last points I want to make in this episode, which is what the future of this podcast looks like, some things you can hopefully look forward to me talking about, and some housekeeping things, I guess. (laughs) I definitely have been in a rough place, um, sickness-wise, swimming-wise, really, and that goes into confidence more than anything. Um, just not feeling like I am where I would like to be, and on top of all of that, the time that I've been having to think about what my, quote, life purpose is, what I want to be studying, all of these thoughts, like, just way too much time to think, not even considering the thoughts I've been having about just the world in general, um, everything that's going on with Palestine and genocide that's literally happening. Um, I have been really struggling with feeling like a bystander to a lot of bad things that are happening in the world. This is really becoming a lot sadder of a podcast episode than I was intending it to be, but we are, we're rolling with it because it's just really an explanation of how I've been feeling. So we're just going to keep rolling with this. Um, so everything that's, I see this is why I, like, really have a problem with social media. My my mind, my mental state has a problem with social media because you just hear about everything. You continue to see news headlines and things going on and the best and the worst of the world, all of those things in, like, a matter of a few scrolls, and that's really tough for me to deal with sometimes. And I, obviously, I feel like most people hopefully feel this way, um don't like the idea of people killing each other just to kill each other and for no reason and just innocent people. So I think, you know, this whole Palestine situation is really weighing on my mind personally because, you know, as you learn, history repeats itself. I feel like growing up, it was always like preached like, World War II. How did we let that happen? How did we let millions of Jewish people just be killed because they're Jewish? How did no one step in to do anything? And in my mind, I kind of, like, feel like that is happening again, in a sense. I don't really want to speak about it politically or anything, but I just really don't like the idea that I feel helpless and hopeless for people, and that, like, my biggest worry, God forbid, is a foreigner that I am at this moment. Like, The fact that I have to stress about going to a practice or something like that versus people that are seeing their families killed 
for no reason. That, like, weighs a lot in my mind, so that has been, like, really contributing to my hopeless feelings of, what's my life purpose? What do I want to do with my life? Am I going to be making a difference in the world? Because that's what I want to do. Because I feel like the world needs to have some change in more ways than one. Oh, way, 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 way more ways than one. And I can't solve the world tomorrow, unfortunately. Neither can you. But we can all do small things that actually have impacts. And sometimes it's hard when you get into a deep state of thinking that everything is hopeless and helpless um, to think that those things don't matter. But I hope by even this, if you're listening to this, speaking about this, even just being able to educate yourself, take a minute to understand what's going on in the world, recognize that, no, I'm not going to be able to stop single-handedly a genocide that's going on. However, I can have a small impact in a few ways, and although that may not just solve a problem like I want it to, it's just reality. And this whole goes back to the whole perfectionism thing of, no, nothing I'm going to do is going to be perfect, and no one act that I'm going to make is going to be the perfect solution for everything. But a small change, a small act can manifest in the universe, as my dad says, in, in big ways. So that is where I'm at. So we're actively trying to pull myself out of this uh, not-so-great place that I have been living in. Of feeling a little bit helpless, helpless, not purposeful, all of those things, which are not positive feelings to have, especially for extended periods of time, which has I've been facing. So, wow, that was a lot. Um, as for this podcast going forward, I have got a lot of ideas, as I feel like I always say, of things I want to talk about, especially now coming off of my first semester in college, new experiences, new people. I hope to bring some special people on to share their stories and their advice, as well as I'm hoping to make this a more often thing, especially as my course load is a bit lighter this semester. And now that I've, (coughs) sorry, found, that's the bronchitis in me. (laughs) Sorry, I just had to pause and, you know, have a 30 second coughing fit, basically. Um, Where was I going with that? have some special people on to share their story and their advice as well as do this more often now that I have a space to record because I think I just didn't feel like safe enough to in a lot of reasons for I mean safe in a lot of ways as in my dorm room that is not ideal for recording a podcast it's already small enough and I already feel overwhelmed with like small space claustrophobic I like to have my iPad out my journal out all my papers I like to feel like I have room and space to talk, and I did not feel that, I do not feel that way about my dorm, so, and also, like, having a roommate and everything, like, it just, it's just not ideal, um, but now that I have this little audio room, I can rent, not rent out, uh, reserve, and hopefully I'll be learning how to use all this technology that is available, uh, I hope that this podcast will just continue to improve, and I also hope to be doing it more often, which will also hopefully mean shorter episodes that aren't just, like, an hour, which I think is great and everything. I want to make sure I get everything that I want to say out. But at the same time, I know a lot of people listening to this, you know, you don't have that much time to like, oh, sit down for an hour. And I feel like it is just more entertaining to hear a 20 minute spiel or even like just even under 40 minutes, I feel like is ideal in my opinion. You can always reach out to me and let me know if that is true or not. But, um, Maybe keeping things a bit shorter to the point and being able to release, like, not talking about so many different things in one episode, which I feel like I've, in the past, had to do. So, hopefully that will continue to improve as well and you can find a little bit more meaning in shorter episodes and a little bit more variety throughout episodes. So, that's the goal. Wrap up everything in my life. I am not going to our conference meet there are 18 people chosen to go swim at that meet, which is it's a very big deal. And unfortunately, no, not unfortunately, pretty fortunately, I would say, actually, I'm not going. I think just the state that I have been in these past couple months has not been positive. And 
I'm just, I'm not at that point to feel positive about going and scoring for a team right now. And definitely something to work for towards next year and in the future, but it's honestly a bit of a blessing in disguise. Instead, I'll be going to, like, compete at Georgia. I don't even know, honestly. For my, like, quote, end-of-season meet, don't even know what that looks like yet, but I honestly need a little bit of a a breath here as I'm just dealing with a lot. So that's the other recent update. And after this NCAA season is done, then I'm not quite sure what the future holds. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing for the summer. Am I taking a class here? Am I going home? A lot of unanswered questions, but that is really the gist of my life right about now. And if you've listened this far, well, thank you. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that this interests you to listen to it. This the full length through. Uh, sorry to bring you on some highs and lows. Um, wow, what a what episode here. Did not mean for it to be so negative, technically, but negative things happen, and I'm here to talk about them, even though they're not the most enjoyable things to talk about. I think they do need to be shared. So I'll definitely, I'm sure, be coming back to this or a few of these topics, just to share about how I've tried to help myself out. For anyone that is currently struggling with anything that I, or relating to, any of the feelings that I have, let me tell you, I see you and I hear you, and I relate to you on that sense. There's a lot going on, and it's, it's easy for life to become a lot, and to go down a spiraling path of thoughts, which has happened to me more than once, so always feel like you can reach out to someone because if not me because life is a lot and no one has one answer but there are people that can help you work through some of the negative thoughts you might be having so please keep that in mind and don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help when you have these spiraling thoughts and I also want to last throw out there that it is also okay to relish in negative feelings. For extended amounts of time, like I have been for probably multiple weeks now, not positive. To take, I would say, even a couple days and not have your best couple days, that is okay. You can not be happy about something. You do not have to fake being fine and just continue to go through the motions about things. That's not healthy either. So, please know, it's okay to feel not happy and upset with the world and clueless and feel like you're lost and maybe hopeless and helpless at times, like I've mentioned, but it's really not okay to try and let that sit for long amounts of time because that is really not healthy and I have experienced that. Let me tell you, not my favorite thing in the world. Um, Although, you know, grieving is good, although... Being empathetic towards things that are happening are good things. It's, it's, you just can't live like that. Like, genuinely, it's, it's so negative. It puts me in such a negative space and it has not been healthy. So I can't imagine it's healthy for anyone. Um, but feel like, I hope you feel like you can always reach out to someone. I hope you have someone to reach out to. Um, if not me, because. Like I said, I see you, I hear you, and I'm also always here to talk about anything that is on your mind. If you're someone that is in need of that. Okay, I think that's really all I've got, honestly. I did not expect this to be such a long episode, let alone kind of a depressing one as well. But I hope it's been, you've been happy to hear from me at least, and happy that this podcast is back and making a comeback, to say the least. There's going to be more positive things to be talked about um, on the way, I promise, as I'm coming out on the other side of these really rough couple weeks. I've got more positive things to talk about, positive people to bring on, positive ideas flowing that I hope to be continuing to share. So thank you so much for listening, for coming back, for wanting to be here. I really, really appreciate that, and as always, please reach out to me if you have any thoughts, anything you want to hear me talk about, 
anything you want to hear me talk about more, go into detail more. Any comments, questions, concerns, you know where to find me, how to reach out, and I'm really happy to be back here, and I hope you are too. Two more positive experiences and things to be talked about on the way. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you're already everything, even when your brain tells you a lot of other things. Just try and remember that you are already enough. You're everything that this world needs and love you, appreciate you, and catch you next time.